What up, Anthony? Yeah, what up? I was just sorry, guys. I was watching a uh, Comic Con shit. We're trying to. That's what my roommate's doing right now. Yeah, I think the last thing they have to do is drop the uh, Wakanda trailer, and uh, they they just announced so much shit, like not details Marvel really, just but went insane. I don't know yeah, up to phase really? six. Really, what they announced? What they announced? So phase four is going to end with Wakanda forever. Whoa, really? Yeah, so that's oh, the end of phase four, shit. and then uh, Ant Man Quantum Mania starts phase five. Oh, and then the start of phase six is going to start with Fantastic Four and then end with Infinity War and Endgame-like movies. It's going to be the Avengers Kang Dynasty followed by Avengers Secret Wars, which, of course, everyone predicted. Yeah. Yeah. So that's like 2025. That's like in the future, but... Yeah. Still, though, that's pretty insane now. I know. Yeah. (laughs) They talked about uh, all kinds of random shit. Uh, Modoc is gonna be in um, Ant Man. Yeah. Oh, yep, really? Yep. Yeah. Whoa. Bill Murray's gonna be in Ant Man. Is he? Is he Modoc? No, I don't think so. Uh, Isn't Jim Carrey a live action Modoc? I thought. I remember hearing a rumor like that. Yeah, you're right. I remember years ago, or yeah, like a year ago, there was a rumor of that. I also heard a rumor that the dude that plays Yellow Jacket is gonna like Yellow Jacket basically becomes Modoc because he got trapped there and it mutated him or something. I don't know mm. if that's true. Mm. What's his name? Uh, he was in Batman. Yeah, what is that dude's name? No, he wasn't in Batman. Yeah, he was. He was the district attorney. No, oh, you're you're confusing two different bald actors. Wow. No. Yes, yes, you are. Yellow Jacket. No. Yellow Jacket is not the district attorney. They were both in House of Cards. Corey Stoll is the guy's name. Yeah, that's Corey not Stoll. the district attorney in Batman. Don't believe me. Google it Yes, right it now. is. No, it's not. Why are you not believing me? Is it Anthony? No. Um, I'm looking it up, and S- I think Skarsgård wrong, is the guy's Cody. last name. Peter Skarsgård is the district attorney mm, in the Batman. I'm not seeing him in uh, what Batman Damn. movie? The, the Batman new one. That yeah, just the new one. Oh, yeah, no, he definitely wasn't in that one. Yeah. Mm, I don't damn, know why I you guys argue up. with me. I have to clap back sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I uh, I thought for sure it was the same person. No, they're just two bald actors. Mm. Yeah, man. Bald people have different faces. You're, you're racist towards bald people. Yeah, Cody. man. What the fuck? Sorry, Anthony. <laughs> sorry, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Literally had nothing to do with Anthony. You're like, I'm really sorry, Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I had to school you right there, Cody. It's okay. I don't mind getting schooled. Speaking of school. Reminds me of today's episode. Once again, episode three in Sopranos Summer. We're comics and chronic. It's Anthony. It's Cody. It's Jake. It's Tony Soprano. It's oh that bitch ass Noah, the boyfriend. <laughs> Fucking Noah. I hate that dude, dude. I yeah. feel like this is one of those episodes where Tony kind of takes the back seat to everybody, to the rest of the cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I chose it because it's a very heavy Ralph episode. Yeah. And, it, oh, and yeah. it focuses on this poor girl who is only in it for this episode, and that's it. Tracy, yeah. Tracy. Yep. And it, it's a very like meadow-centric and Ralph-centric episode. Yeah, it was weird. I'm watching it, I'm like. We're doing season three and Jake didn't pick Pine Barrens. Because Pine Barrens is too easy. It is the most too notable. Easy, it is. It's the most notable episode of the season. It is the best episode of the season. Yeah. It's honestly probably of the, of the series. Exactly. It's one of the best episodes of the series. Like seriously. It, and that's the reason I didn't want to do it. Cause like, dude, me and my brother, we talk Pine Barrens to death. <laughs> I would love to like, I'd be down to actually talk Pine Barrens one day, but because it's so like, yeah, stands out. I was like, now nah, let's do something a little different. And, uh, a, I'm a huge yeah, Ralph sure. Sifaretto fan. 
Because he's just a fucking well, really. Oh, you love him, really? Oh, dude, he's, a, yeah, he's a psychopath. He's a scumbag. <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, Joe Pantoliano kills it as Ralph. Yeah, he's great as Ralph. He's great. Yeah, he's a madman. I was in a uh, fuck. What's that app that came out during the pandemic and has for sure since Clubhouse? Mm. Remember that? Oh app? yeah, Clubhouse. Yeah, dude, I was a uh, in a Clubhouse with Joe Pantoliano, and he was talking, and it was he was <laughs> he was, he was really cool and like. He's a big like theater nerd and whatnot. What else has he been? He's been in all kinds of he's stuff. The, I know, uh, he's but... the lieutenant in Bad Boys. Okay, yeah. He's Ben Urich and he's Ben Affleck's ben Daredevil. Daredevil which, is... <laughs> which is how I know him. Well, like everything that he plays <laughs> is That's not insane. like Ralph Sifaretto. No, oh, Ralph no, was, definitely I remember not. I remember when I watched it, I was like, holy shit, this is not this guy's cup of tea. Oh yeah, no, but he kills it as like a fucking Ralph is just like unstable as fuck. Oh yeah. yeah, and he's a made man, so he's yeah. uh, he's got that by that like uh, confidence that he's like protected behind him. I mean, yeah. oh, did we say he was Cipher in the Matrix? Did we forget Ooh. about that one? Ooh. You're right, <laughs> and he's great in that because I, I love that scene when he's eating the steak and he's like, "I know this isn't real, but it tastes so good." Yeah, it's programmed yeah. to taste good. Yeah. I feel like Cypher is the closest character to Ralphie. I agree. <laughs> Definitely. But still, Ralphie is still just like a, a step above. He's a coke addict. Yeah. He's, Would you say he's though like the just the worst, not worse in quality, but worse as a person character in the whole series? Probably. Yeah. He's pretty, he's pretty low bottom, I don't man. Know. I would say, right? uh, what's his name? Aprio might be one of the worst too. Richie Aprio? Yeah. I think mm. I think Ralph's worse than Richie, to be honest. Yeah, like Richie's like the guy that will murder you most likely, but Ralph Ralph is just like a scumbag to the max. The way he treats women, the way he disrespects everybody around he's him. He's very disrespectful towards everybody. He's disrespectful towards the rules of the mafia. He's disrespectful yep. towards his captain, Gigi, the one guy. Dude, I love when he goes to the, you know, he comes into the, the back room with the Bada Bing where all the whores and everything, they're all having a party. And uh, he kisses Gigi and he's like, uh, he's like, oh, where's Tony? And he's like, oh, he's getting his dick sucked. And he goes, oh, your kid brother's here. <laughs> like he just yeah. he's really he's really disrespectful towards like people of higher authority. Yeah. And yeah. and lower authority. Like the way he treats Georgie in this episode Dude, is yeah. just like, come on, Georgie's always getting Georgie's, the shit yeah. beat out of him. I love that he's like the comedic punching bag of literally a punching bag of like when Tony gets angry, Tony beats the shit out of Georgie. Yeah. yeah. I think a couple episodes after this, uh he beats him with the singing fish. Yeah. He beats him in the head with that thing until it breaks. Yeah, like he does. That's just it's just like it's 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 insulting, but it's also just like imagine getting like that thing <laughs> breaks on his head into like multiple yeah. pieces, and that's after his eye is fucked up in this episode. Yeah, when when because <laughs> I love that I love that Ralph's character in this episode, which is by the way is season three episode six University. Yeah, <laughs> I love that yes. he's obsessed with the gladiator in this episode. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was so fun. It was like a uh, nowadays in television so. So much involves referencing other television or movies and stuff like that. Back in the late 90s, early 2000s, that wasn't nearly as common. Yeah. And so just in another tiny way, Sopranos was ahead of its time, you know? Yeah. No, yeah, I agree. I love when he's watching the OG Gladiator with Kirk Douglas. Oh, Spartacus. Yeah, he's watching Spartacus. Yeah, yeah. he's watching that. He's like, he's like, look at Kirk Douglas's hair. He's like, they didn't have flat tops in ancient Rome. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, when 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 Sean was here, because like all me and Sean were doing were quoting Ralph Sephora lines, especially like (laughs) the way he pronounces the word whore. He's like, hey, she was a whore. She was when he beats the shit out of Tracy later in the episode, he calls her a whore. Yeah, she calls her dude, dude. heartbreaking. Dude, that was so sad. He also like there's like a dark moment like right before he beats her when he's like, "I love you, baby," and she's like, "Really?" And she's like, "Yeah, you know, if we have him a son, if we have a son, because you know he got her pregnant, we'll name him Ralph, and then if we have a daughter, we'll name her Tracy, so she can grow up to be a cocksucking slob just like her mom." And then he's, she's like, "You could see like she's like hurt." He's like, are you out of your fucking mind? And like beats this, literally beats her to death. Yeah. Yeah, literally. All because, she, all because she basically says he's not a man. Like, like, I mean, yeah, he undermi- she undermines him in front of everybody. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but they, 
everybody else was laughing and he yeah. couldn't fucking He couldn't take, take it. it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Cause they she was go, right. Like, Everyone. She was right. Yeah. Dude. But yeah, poor Tracy, man. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. She, she was a character you learned to like, like the whole time she was super like, almost pathetic but like you you were supposed to sympathize with her the way she was constantly trying to get tony's approval and help and yeah stuff like exactly that. you felt really empathetic towards her but i agree with you there was a certain degree of like patheticness there that i almost feel bad for because it's like you could tell it's just a young girl who made all the dumbest choices you could possibly make. Yeah, like, and she couldn't ever take the hint when she's talking to Tony. Like, get the fuck out of it. Like, why you do, even, like, don't interact with this guy. Like, go back yeah. to just stripping, like, Silvio's gonna get mad. Dude. The whole part, Silvio you mentioned this in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. I forgot yeah. all that. I didn't even mention that intention. I just forgot. But yeah, when he beats her. Oh, man. He's like, your fucking twat belongs to me. That's the, yeah, yeah that's your also shaved like, twat. Yeah, your shaved twat belongs to me. <laughs> Yeah, so that was it's one of the darkest we see Sylvia. True. Yeah. Very true. And it's all because it's messing with his business. That's all he cares about. Well, he also he's the one who paid for her braces. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He says he's, it was an investment. Tony, yeah, he tells Tony that he shelled out $3,000 for her braces. Yeah, and then he was like he was like most uh most of them usually ask for tits and Tony was like this one don't need yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 was like, "Ooh, she's a thoroughbred, but those chompers." <laughs> yeah. 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 Dude. I, I still love Silvio though, man. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say in that Silvio scene, it's also fucked up that uh, Ralph is looking through the window and like like he enjoys, he's enjoying cackling. it. He's in, yeah, he's, he's literally cackling. laughing at Tracy his girlfriend getting beat. Well, she's not his girlfriend. He's just uh, he, she thinks. He's used, she yeah. thinks he's her boyfriend. Yeah, and he's just using her. Right. Dude, one of the best moments is when Tracy's talking to Tony and she was like, she's like, Do you think Ralph will be a good dad? And Tony goes, Yeah, father of the year over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then and then Tracy says, you know, sometimes he acts like he doesn't care. And Tony says, You ever think he's not acting? <laughs> yeah. I love the delivery. Yeah, yeah. Tony's delivery all day. Sorry. I agree. His delivery is insane. Uh that one point she's she's like like maybe we can get to know each other better. And he's just like, no, not, uh, you're, you're Ralphie's girl. I don't remember what he said, but, uh, everything he, his brief points, like throughout the, he was only in the episode briefly, but throughout the episode, he still, he was just like solid one-liners. Yeah. When yeah. Meadow comes home, he mm. walks in, he's like, I know you're happy to see me, but maybe control yeah, yourself. Yeah, contain, so, yeah. yeah. Contain your excitement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a great scene too. And, and for, for some reason this, this time I was watching Tony, I was watching James Gandolfini and dude, when he's not even like delivering lines, like, so it is, it's that scene where Meadow comes back and, She's telling Carmela about her roommate that's pulling out her hair and whatnot. Yeah. And uh, dude, watch that scene again and watch like, dude, James Gandolfini is like so good at acting. He reacts to every single thing Meadow says without saying a word. And you could tell he's so annoyed that she's still dating Noah. And when Meadow mentions her roommate pulling out her hair, Tony says, or oh, maybe she should get a straight jacket. And Meadow's like, I forgot <laughs> Mr. Sensitivity over here. Yeah. And he's like, I'm agreeing with you. <laughs> 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 Dude, yeah no it was good um i like meadow meadow's a really great character uh, oh yeah she's one of the best on the show is. she's also one of the few like moral human beings on the show yes yes yeah as far as like central cast and main characters she might be the most moral yeah easily agreed and also on a show and this has nothing to do with the actual content of the show on a show where a lot of the actors are Italian, but some of them are definitely either putting on an accent or they're not Italian and just trying to sound Italian. Meadow sounds so authentically Italian. Like she just sounds yeah. like she's just, that's how she speaks. And like, that's Meadow. And like, it makes her feel like a more real character to me. Yeah. Like in a way, Meadow reminds me of my sister, like AJ and Meadow could be me and my sister growing up. <laughs> like again, <laughs> 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 oh, 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 oh
knows a little shit like AJ. He is named Anthony, so yeah. Yeah, Anthony Jr. Anthony yeah. Jr., yeah. I'm named after my grandfather, so in a way, yeah. Oh, so like, shit. yeah, like, like, <laughs> but, but Meadow is like, I don't find her annoying at all. Like, I find her like to be like one of the more interesting characters where this, the whole time you know that she knows Tony's in the mafia, yeah. but she always just drops things and he's like, oh, like you, you're making jokes and she plays it off like she is like, you know, just being a smart ass, but you yeah, know she, she knows. She yeah. has a smart ass delivery, the same smart ass delivery he does. Like he, she's her father's daughter. You oh, know what for I mean? sure. I agree. Completely. Yeah. Like in this episode, when she's at dinner with what's that loser's Noah, name? Noah, <laughs> Noah, Noah, and her dad. <laughs> that loser. Yeah, when he's when she's at dinner with uh, Noah and her dad, and he's asking what Tony does, and she says waste management, and he's like, oh, whatever, and she's like a little bit of all of it. Yeah, he's and like, she oh, looks medical at waste, him. radioactive waste, and he's like, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, she looks at him. She looks at her boyfriend and smirks and says, "Environmental cleanup." Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Great line. <laughs> but yeah, we all hate Noah. He's just annoying. He's a little shit. Dude, like the way he talks bitch, is so condescending. Bro. He's so yeah. condescending. Yeah, dude. I would not be homies with Noah. No, definitely yeah, not. No, nah, definitely. We don't fuck with Noah on this on this class. He's an RA, so he's basically a cop. He's a narc. He's pretty much a narc. Yeah. He's a <laughs> yeah. Dude, I mean, he filed a restraining order against Meadow's roommate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he does, says that yeah. because remember, like he gets a C minus on his paper because the roommate yeah. distracted him so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He's such a, yeah, he's just a coward. Dude. I forget. <laughs> Does the roommate kill herself? No, no, no. She just like, which brings you to a good point. She doesn't kill herself, but she's like pulling her hair out. She's clearly like fucked up from going from like stress from college. Yeah. Stress from college and being in New York. She's I'm pretty sure in this yeah. episode, Noah says that she's from Oklahoma. Yeah. Or like mm-hmm. New York is like too much for her to handle. Yeah. And uh, no, but there's a good scene where Meadow is fed up with the roommate and she's about to leave and she looks at the roommate's desk and there's a, a scalpel there that you would use in art and Meadow takes it so as to like prevent her from possibly killing herself. Mm. Yeah. Which once again, like Meadow is a good person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. She is. But and she also can handle like the darkness of the world better like when they're mm-hmm. coming back from going out in this episode oh, they yeah. run into a homeless woman and meadow's friend is gonna meadow's roommate is gonna like go up and help her because she's like she feels so bad she can't take it and this lady pulls down her pants and like she has newspaper, a, a newspaper as a, up her ass <laughs> yeah as like a diaper basically yeah. and like she can't handle it and they go back to the the room and they're talking about it and Noah's just like, yeah, she was just some homeless lady with like a, a newspaper up her Dude, ass. He, like, delivers, he delivers that line very funnily, actually. Yeah, that was his best line, yeah. I think, just because they're just like, what? But it's like the roommate is reacting the right way. Exactly. And they're just so blunted to like the human suffering. Well, the and same that's, way that like any three of us, if we were walking in New York City, saw like, damn, that's some crazy shit. But like we would just yeah. keep walking. We wouldn't be like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh but even before that, it's actually right before they, they see the homeless woman because they took her out for her birthday and Noah's walking. He's like, well, happy birthday to us all. That was a barrel of monkeys. (laughs) 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 He has some good delivery, but he's such a coward. And he also, he did metal dirty, man. He hit it and quit it. Yep. He did that. And like the fact that it doesn't happen in this episode, but when he confronts Tony, it's just like, who are you kidding, dude? Like, who are you kidding? He literally in a, I think in an episode before this, when Carmela comes to NYU or Columbia to see Meadow, they're talking about that altercation that he had with Tony. Noah says he's lucky I didn't knock his lights out. And it's like, <laughs> what? You are not going toe to toe with Tony Soprano in a fist fight, my guy. I don't yeah, know. not even close. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what world you think you're from, but <laughs> but that's kind of what makes me hate him even more exactly. that he thinks yeah. that he has <laughs> the audacity to think he could do any such thing. Like, well, no, dude, sir. even in this episode, Meadows like, you know, I love how sensitive you are towards. I think the roommate's name is Caitlin or whatever, and he's like, you know, most guys wouldn't give a shit, and Noah goes, well, I'm not most guys, and it's like, shut yeah. up, dude. <laughs> Everything he said makes me want to punch him in the fucking face. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, I would not. He also has one of the best lines when a. Uh, He's talking about the the notes he gave to the roommate for a class that she's taking that he already took like a semester ago. And, and he's like, yeah, I gave her my notes. I'm talking primo notes. <laughs> yeah. So wait, am I making this up or do we later learn that he he that was all bullshit that they hooked up? 
Is that what happens? Does he hook up with the roommate? No, they never hook he up. He doesn't cheat on Meadow? I thought he cheated on Meadow. No? No, no. Not at all. That's For some reason, I'm making up a storyline where that's what happened. Like it. You should write, you should write a, a spec script. Where, a spec where, script. Where Noah cheats Noah on spin-off. Meadow. Noah spin-off. Noah <laughs> Meadow gets so distraught over it, she gets Tony to put a hit on him. Oh, shit. And they Does, go to war. <laughs> yeah. Noah amasses an army. He really yeah. can't take Tony. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> That's ridiculous. At the at the end of the series, does no, uh, Meadow have a boyfriend? She's engaged. She's engaged. Okay. Yeah, she's engaged. Patsy's son. Patsy's oldest son. Oh yeah. Patsy's an interesting character this season. His twin brother got killed. Last season. Last season. Yeah. In one episode in this season, he's about to go to Tony's house and kill Tony, and kill but him. instead he pisses in his pool. He's drunk and the FBI is watching and they're like, is that Patsy Parisi? And you see Patsy has a gun. He's outside of the pool and he's about to shoot through the window. And he's like, (laughs) breaks down crying and just pisses in Tony's pool instead. Yeah. Yeah. Like he knows Tony killed his brother. No, he knows 100%. He can't do shit about it. And then he's so loyal. Like I forgot by the end of the series how fucked up He's loyal like that to his the situation end, was. Yeah, he's, he's, he's so loyal, loyal to, the to the end, end. which I like because yeah. he's one of the few. Like especially because like you see so many people. Like dude, if you watch from season one to season six, and you see how many rats are in Tony's crew, yeah, and you see the few people who like abide by the OG mafia standards. Patsy is literally one of them. Oh yeah, like, yeah, like oh, strong, yeah. silent type. Who becomes rats? I forget. So okay, I, I, I have good memory. Ooh, the rat list. The rat list. Jimmy Altieri. Big pussy. Mm-hmm. You find out the old Captain Raymond. Remember him with the glasses? Yeah, the old with guy? the long hair. Yep. Him. He's a rat. He kind of looks like Chevy Chase, that dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Raymond's a rat. Yeah. You find out Eugene Ponte Corvo's a rat. Oh, he's yeah. the dude who in season six at the first episode hangs himself. Yeah. And this season, he also gets made with Christopher. Yes, exactly. They get made together. Yes, they get made together, which is cool because you don't know how long any of these people have been a rat for. Yeah. yeah. That's a good point. And it's funny when the old man, Raymond, he dies in season six. And at his funeral, Tony's talking to other New York mafia guys. And they're like, look at this. He's like, there's very few stand-up men that like abide by the old rules. And it's like, dude, he was a rat. They don't even know it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> It's so cool yeah. that they're giving him praise, but the dude was a rat. Yeah, they had no clue. No clue, yeah. Tony's crew. What about leaks, Adriana? Man. She was oh, a rat. Which I'm not. Oh, you're right. She was a rat. I guess I didn't count it because like she's not part of the family, you know. Mm-hmm. Like she's not like a, an employee of Tony's. Oh, gotcha. But Just in right. his crew, she, yeah, she's yeah. a rat. Oh, yeah, I, I was thinking more of Tony's crew, but you're right. She's she's a rat. So yeah, that's like five or six right there. Mm. So many rats. So many rats. That's crazy, dude. I couldn't imagine being th- like people having people I consider like my best friends. You know what I mean? And to like that would be like that would be like if one of you guys ratted were on a me? rat. But, yeah. like, but like still S- every week met up to record, but like exactly. when, we're, when we're done, I'm actually diming you guys out to the FBI. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that would Podcasting suck. on Comics and Chronic is akin to being in the mafia. Exactly. Like, that's yeah. how yeah. strong yeah. our yeah. Exactly. There's, only, there's yeah. only one way out of Comics and Chronic, and that's in a box. <laughs> 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 we do this till we die. We took, we took a blood oath before we yeah. started this podcast. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> May your soul burn in hell. If you ever betray the podcast, yeah, rub your hands together yeah, like rub this. Rub your hands together like this. <laughs> the way he says it, like it's a, it's a, you know, it's a serious scene. But the way he says it, it just sounds so like, okay, now rub your hands together. Yeah, like, now rub your hands. Yeah, well, because they burn the, do. they burn the saint of the family. Yeah, and then Christopher sees the uh, the crow, the bird, the crow. Yeah, it's definitely an omen. He should have. There's a lot of omens and dreams that wind up coming true in this show. Oh, for sure. It's a big part of Sopranos. It's funny. I was talking yeah. to our friend Booms and he was like, he was watching the episode where Big Pussy gets killed. And you know, that's Tony's like fever dream. That's most of the episode. Yeah. Yeah. And he was like, dude, this shit kind of sucks. And I was like, what are you talking about? I think Sopranos is one of the few shows and or like just media that the dream sequences feel like real dreams. Yeah. Like when you watch them, they feel like what a real dream feels yeah. like. Yeah. Because yeah, it's like, there's point. a lot of like, we, it's less about like in most things, they'll like create a whole world, but in dreams, they're like often like very vague yeah. and like only certain details stand out. And like, like you'll be in recognizable places, but they're also super different and like distorted. Yeah. And you know what I mean? 
Yeah. yeah, and I also like in the show how they use it, like going back to that singing fish. Tony dreams of the fish, and the fish talks like pussy. It's pussy's voice. And when he sees the singing fish, it reminds him of that, and that's what sends him into a rage. Triggered. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. at the end of the season, or maybe it's that same episode, but at Christmas, not end of the season, just at Christmas, yeah, you're right. he it's gets Christmas. The, talking, the singing fish as as a Christmas gift. Meadow gives it to And him. everyone loves it. They're laughing. Even Christopher and Polly love that shit. They, yeah. they yeah, have yeah, a moment yeah. with each other. Where That's a great laughing. scene, honestly. Right? <laughs> Dude, I love Christopher and Polly's relationship. Oh, they have a great dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. constant frenemies. Isn't Polly fucking with Christopher a little bit this season, though? Like oh, he's for not. Sure. He's, but it's, you know, like, yeah. it, it's like akin to hazing the young crew, the, the young crew member. Yeah. Like, you know Ooh. what I mean? Like he just got made. He also kind of like. He earned it, but he's also Tony's nephew. So, like we mentioned before, he gets away with a lot. Yeah. And Polly, you know, Polly came up in the 1950s and 60s in this, which easily must have been like harder as a gangster. So, like, he's, you know, he's putting Christopher through some shit. He's like, yeah. he's like low key yeah. hazing him, you know? Yeah. It's crazy how many of these dudes, like, in most gangster cinema, like crime cinema, you don't have like such an old cast. You know what I mean? Like, like by mm. the end, Polly's yeah. an old man, and oh, you know, yeah. and yeah, uh, what's his name that we were just talking about as a rat? He's old, basically the entire yeah, yeah. Raymond's old, literally from season one to the end. He's old. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Junior. We watch him slip into dementia. Yeah, well, that's the cool thing. Is yeah, you're right. You see, like people who who are older who came up in the more like OG fashion and then there's even a scene with, when Pussy's alive and he's talking to his FBI handler and he's like half the guys coming up now are either drug addicts or psychopaths and yeah. so yeah. like, they're talking about like the younger crew which actually in this episode I don't know if you notice it which once again like James Gandolfini's acting Jackie April interrupts Sunday dinner at the Sopranos house oh Jackie yeah. Jr. Jackie, yeah. Jackie Jr. yeah he interrupts and he's like uh, and Carmel's like oh I'll make you a plate and uh, he goes oh no uh, Dino Mazzarelli is in the car waiting for me. And she's like, oh, tell him to come in. And Tony goes, another time. And like, you could tell Tony doesn't like Dino at all. Yeah. yeah. Tony doesn't really like like the younger people who try to join like the families and shit. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't, I don't like Jackie Jr. And Jackie Jr.'s a piece of shit. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't like Jackie Jr. Dude, that actor is from uh, Eastchester. And like, I know a few people who like knew him and they said he was like, really like Jackie Jr. <laughs> He like, seems yeah. He seems like that's who they picked, like a guy off exactly, the street, exactly. like that. <laughs> that's like who he is. Yeah, I could, and also the fact that he's from Eastchester makes me hate him even more. Because fuck Eastchester. Yeah, he's just a bro. <laughs> yeah, he's just like yeah, he's just a typical Guido bro. You know, he was like listening to like he was like driving around in his car, blasting like "Better Off Alone" or yeah. some shit, like some European like techno music, yeah, and like yeah, for sure. In the show, what I I I just don't like that he's just like he. I think okay. I don't, and I think I think I know why you don't like him, low key. Well, no, I think Ralph actually makes a good point about him, even though Ralph is just insane and is just <laughs> yeah. like bitter about everything. But he he does make a good point. He's like Jackie Junior's pretty much handed everything, you know. Oh, like yeah. he he's in a great position and he fucks it all up. Like he had he could have Meadow as a girlfriend. He could be connected to Tony in that way. He could have a good position. He could have Tony's support. Like Tony's like, hey, I don't want you getting into this. I'll make sure you do good in college. Yeah, like, could have a he good college this, education but they throws yep, away he just throws it all away for just shit for just shit and then he tries to like he tries to move up the ladder by robbing right, the card game go above his station yeah. yeah and that's ultimately what fucks him up at it's, the end like I, yeah. I just don't like Jackie I, he has an interesting arc but also as a character I was glad when he died I'm like good no more fucking oh, yeah, Jackie no, for Jr sure. I, I have no sympathy for Jackie Jr he's a little prick <laughs> yeah there's actually such a, prick. a really great line uh, at Jackie's funeral and Junior's talking to Tony, and uh, you know they're eating dinner after the funeral. And Junior goes, "Kid was always a dumb fuck. Didn't he almost drown in three inches of water?" And Tony goes, <laughs> "Penguin exhibit." <laughs> <laughs> I just love like at this kid's funeral the disrespect. He's like, "Kid was always a dumb fuck." Yeah. <laughs> like, but, uh, yeah, man. Are there any young people that actually survive, like coming up? Is there a single one? Christopher. I mean, no, he ultimately dies, but yeah. You know, he's pretty much the only dude. Yeah. I mean, AJ survives, right? No, AJ's alive. But you, you meant like gangsters, right? Yeah, gangsters. Oh. Yeah. Any people like that, like 
that are younger, Christopher's age, on the younger end of things that try to work their way up that does a single one of them make it? Mm. They're not big. There's that one dude who ends up shooting Phil Leotardo in the sixth season. Not a huge, yeah. ca- not a huge character at all, but like he's younger than the rest of the guys. Oh yeah. I know who you're talking about. The shorter guy. Yeah. Right? Like- short kind of whitish grayish hair. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You don't, they never really mentioned like what is, deal is but but yeah. i guess you could assume because yeah. we've seen many saints of newark and i guess they imply <laughs> it that like silvio and paulie were young when they started you know so they made it well they all were. would it be was the, silvio yeah. well no paulie paulie's older than them yeah oh yeah and i'm mostly saying like when they were coming up like like in the show and he like does a there's not a single young person who makes it no easy. you're right because matthew bevilacqua and sean sean get killed D- dino mazzarelli gets killed after they robbed the card game uh jackie gets killed no you're right no young person who aspires to be in the mafia survives mm. and that's why at the very end when even though of the show that's why Tony's crew is so small because yeah. the kids all die off. You're right. By the mm, end, by the yeah. last season, Tony's crew is, which already even even throughout the series is criticized by New York as being called a glorified crew because they don't respect them as a family. Uh, yeah, no, Tony's crew is like at its smallest by the end, especially once yeah. Silvio and Bobby get shot. Yeah, it, it's a wrap. Mm-hmm. And Vito gets murked. Damn, actually, now I think about it, a lot of his crew gets murdered by the end. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Vito. Shout, shout out to Vito killing Jackie Jr. Yeah, <laughs> Dude, he's the one that does the whack. Shout out to Ralphie in this, uh, looking at Vito and Bobby and saying, "Hey, look, it's before <laughs> and even before." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's a, uh, it's Polly. Polly looks at them. And he goes, oh, look, it's like a weight oh, loss. Yeah, it's, like, it's like a weight loss I had before and way before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then in classic Pauly fashion, he repeats the joke to Tony. Yeah, he's like, hey, yeah. don't. You hear what I said? He's like, yeah, before and after. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I also like that Georgie charges the strippers $50 and a blowjob to enter that yeah. room. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> what a scumbag! That's hilarious. There were a lot of strippers in there, so that's a lot of that's a lot of money that's a lot and a lot of, of blowjobs. Man, that's sad. Yeah, dude was racking them up. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's sad when Tracy dies because it's like Tony feels bad. And what a segue! <laughs> well, no, because like, <laughs> so we're talking about awesome. like their empathy, which only extends so far because they literally wrap her in a carpet and that's it. Mm. Yeah, like Tony says, go get a car, go get a rug or something. Yeah, so it's like this girl who we actually know from this episode literally has a son. Yeah, and a she's pregnant. And she's when pregnant. Ralph you're right. Kills yeah. Her. yeah, so it's like, dude, this she's girl just got thrown up. away like garbage. So here's a moment with Tony where we're talking about Tony's a monster. Yeah, but here's a moment where. Do you think, okay, because we see throughout the whole episode the way Tony treats Tracy. He doesn't necessarily disrespect her, but he's just like, get away from me, like, good for you. Like, you know, he's not he's not being a straight up asshole, but he's not intentionally causing her harm. Like, yeah. do you think he's just more mad at Ralph for the way he treated this like poor young girl? Or do you th- like, do you think if it was any other stripper, Tony would have given a shit? I guess is my question. No, no, I think no it was, right? It doesn't see, feel that way. Pregnant no. girl. Yeah, it's because she was young, and you know he has a daughter close to her age, and she was pregnant. And yeah, I think it proves Tony cares. I think I guess that's what I'm trying to say. I think that definitely proves that Tracy. Yeah. But like, it, it was like very important because this is what like really begins the tension between Tony and Ralphie. Yeah, because he mm. punches Ralphie. And you're not and supposed Ralphie's to lay your hands on a main like, yeah. guy. Yeah. Even if he is the boss, like that's not something you do. Yeah, that's yeah. a yeah. Dude, and everybody else, nobody else gets it. Polly's like, uh, he had it coming a mile away. And he's like, and Tony's like, yeah, this poor girl. And he's and Polly's like, oh yeah, that too. Yeah. Which yeah. <laughs> 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 just goes to show like they use people and they so like do not care about people that it's not even a thought to them. The fact that he's yeah. oh yeah right 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 he that dead whore, <laughs> which, yeah, which also goes into season four when he wants to when Tony wants to fuck Ralph's girlfriend Valentina and I, I know I repeated this last time but it's so good when he's like do you think Ralph has issues with women and Sylvia's like I don't know he did beat one to death. <laughs> he's probably reading the newspaper while he says that. Yeah yeah, yeah yeah exactly. Like, that's the, I don't know man the the show is like they feel like real people. 
Oh yeah, and it's yeah, cool how they sure. achieve that when so many of these people are not even like trained actors. Steven Van Zant, Tony Sirico, like a lot of these people are not actors. Yeah, yeah, they're just real, you know, real, real G's, real G's. <laughs> yeah, is Steven Van Zant Italian? Because the name isn't. Not but I wonder, the name Van exactly, Zandt. Exactly. I wonder if, is there someone in his family who is Italian? Because he seems to like you know. I mean, I think he has like I think he has like a bunch of connections in like music and yeah, exactly. Oh, also, no, like his Van, Van Zant is just like his stage name. His real last name uh, is Lento. So Steve uh, Lento, that's oh, Italian. that's Italian yeah, for sure. <laughs> My music teacher in uh, uh, middle school was named Mr. Lento. So fuck that guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> are we going to put out a hit? Yeah, let's murk this Ooh, Should we put out a hit on Mr. Lento? Yeah. I mean, What did he do that you hated him so much? Yeah. He was just a mean teacher. Like he just didn't give a fuck. And like it was music class, but I remember half the time we were watching like some shitty old movie. Like I think he made us watch the Country Bears once. Like, <laughs> yeah, put a hit on him just for that. For making me Dude. watch the Country Bears. Get the fuck out of here. Nobody forces a member of this podcast to Hell watch no. the Country oh, Bears. No. Country Bears, oh. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> hey T, you heard there's a new movie. It's about some bears. They move to the country. You heard the shit? The country bears don't have flat tops. (laughs) 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 Yeah, but I liked, I kind of liked that this episode was Ralph focused. I liked when Silvio and Ralph did have like brief confrontation and Ralph like, uh, cause is Silvio's made, but he's like, is he like as high up as Ralph? He's higher as of now, as of this episode, he's higher because Silvio is official title. He's the consigliere. Okay. They're both, yeah, so what does that both, mean? He's Tony's right hand man. Yes. So he's Tony's advisor. They're both made. So by sheer hierarchy, he is higher than Ralph because Ralph's not a captain as of now. Gigi's still a captain okay. until he dies on the toilet and then they make Ralph a captain. Yeah, right, right, right. Because uh, I think who asked, maybe Paulie asked Tony, he's like, so who, who you, you know, this crew's getting smaller. Like, who are you going to make? And he's looking around the yeah, room. Yeah, there's a scene like, where he's looking around at the funeral. Yeah, and everyone's just like, you know, just someone's picking their nose maybe yeah, exactly, or just like yeah, they're sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, you he, he kind of focuses on Ralph and you're like, well, yeah, he is the logical choice to be the guy, but you Tony really doesn't he doesn't like, like him. him at all, which is crazy. Like, and I love about the show is that these people who are pretty much none of them are good. Right. But oh, like, yeah. you have to be pretty awful for one of these people who are not good to be like, dude, this guy's a fucking scumbag. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? If Tony, who has killed people and done what he's done, can look at Ralph and just be disgusted. Did Ralph come from another family? No. So. When Ralph enters the series, it's implied that he's because even when he tells Jackie Priel the story about the card game, it's implied that Tony, Silvio, and Ralph grew up together in New Jersey. Okay, and Ralph, and Ralph had, is Rosalie's brother. No, no, he's Rosalie. not. He's Rosalie's boyfriend. Oh, oh, they're dating. Whoops. Yeah, they're yeah. Dating. I, they're I, dating. I, I, for some reason, I, I thought they were uh, brother-in-law or something like that. No, 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 they're dating. It's implied that Ralph's been down to Miami doing whatever he does down there. Gotcha. Which is why he's so like into cocaine. Yeah. And even later on the episode, he goes, fucking Miami. He's like, it's it's everywhere down there. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, no. So Ralph's always been there, but it's implied that he's just been down in Florida doing whatever. Yeah. You know, I just remembered another reason I hated Jackie Jr. And it's because <laughs> in this season, there's an episode in the pizza place. Oh, yeah. Where he's just being super racist to like the Spanish guys. Yeah. And he's just like... He's he like, pulls a gun on fucking them. Taco or something is what he says. Yeah. To yeah. He's like, why don't you go eat at Taco Bell from now on yeah. or some shit like that? And even the pizza owner's like, Jackie, come on. Yeah. What are you Jackie's doing? Jackie's the one that starts the fight. Like, he's just a little prick. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> These Italians. Yeah, those, the, those gosh darn Italians. Are there any other season three moments that aren't in this episode that uh, come to mind, I guess? I mean, Pine Barrens. For sure. Time Barons, of course. This is a great episode. Uh, what? Uh, how does season three end? Fuck, that's a good question. How does season three end? I actually don't remember the exact. Because every, every season, there's like a big like there's transition big, yeah, or like event. cliffhanger. Well, no, it's, we, we just said it. It's the dude that dies on the toilet. And so there's now a vacancy. And that's how the crew is looking at the end of season three. Livia dies in season three, although it's not the finale. You're right. You're right. 
Uh, oh, you're we right. We get CGI Livia in this season. Yeah, which I didn't know <laughs> until you pointed it out. It didn't yeah. really stand out to me even then, but that's a great scene. I love at Livia's funeral. Yes. Right before right before you see like Furio, Christopher, and Adrian are doing coke and taking bong rips and shit. Yeah, no one no one even wants to be there. Dude, like Silvio's putting on his tie and he's like, I gotta miss miss the Jets home game for this shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, and then Carmela's dad gives the speech of the century about Livia. Dude, that was I awesome really like that part. Dad. He he's the only one that has the balls to just be like, no one liked her. She made everything worse. Yeah. And he's like, for he's years, crying we lived about under it. the yoke of this woman. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hugh, like I, I respect you, Carmela's dad. I like Hugh, Hugh DeAngelis. I like Hugh DeAngelis a lot because throughout the series, it's it's applied that he lo- he like likes Tony a lot. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, which is cool. And he's because, not. What you say? He's not stupid. Yeah, he knows oh, exactly. That's what I mean. He knows Tony cheats. He knows what Tony is, but he still likes Tony. Especially like season five when they throw the birthday party for him. Yeah, like you could tell he loves Tony. Like he's like, yeah, he's very fond. He of really him. wanted him there, even though exactly. him and, at he the ref- time he in the season refused to yeah. go to the birthday party unless Tony was right. there. And that's because uh, we know. Well, we're not up to it yet, but Carmela and Tony are, are on the outs yes. at that moment. Yes. Yeah. That's a good yeah. episode. Whitecaps is a good episode. Whitecaps. All right. So how many Joe Peasies? Oh, you're episode? you're ready oh, to pull the done? plug. We're already done. So oh, are we done? You well, you just said you're like yeah. You're like how many? Are we done? We can, get, we can keep going. I'm just out. I just feel like let's keep going. Let's fucking rock and roll. <laughs> I mean, I was just trying to think of any other like this episode. I I don't really I can't think of more to say about it specifically. That's why I was saying like if there was any more season three stuff. You know the uh, the roommate in this episode is the girl in uh, uh, Disaster Artist who plays the girl in the movie yes you know what i i didn't think you were gonna say this and i i don't know if you guys it's a really shitty movie with michael sarah and kat dennings <laughs> i think i know nick and Nora's infinite playlist she's, she's in that, in that one yeah you're right she's like a drunk girl the entire movie yeah. she actually like yeah. she got really hot as she got older oh yeah, yeah yep yep i don't know what else she's in though like i don't even know the actress's name but no, i, I, I remember either, her but yeah, she's she's been in some shit. Honorable mention to Meadows' roommate. Shout out, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Meadows' roommate. I feel like there's so many characters that like populate these seasons that we haven't talked. Like we have not even mentioned just because there's there wasn't a reason to. Like Artie, Artie Buko. Artie Buko. I feel like he's yeah. such a huge character. He's a great character. This season, he definitely gets like too big for his britches a couple times. Like he Is tries. This the to, season he makes that deal with the French guy. I don't know. I'm just remembering there's a part where him, Christopher and Tony are sitting down for dinner and he starts acting like real cocky and Christopher's about to like kick the shit out of him. He's like in love with Adriana and is jealous. Yes, that's his storyline. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, and he, he's drunk and he goes up to Christopher. He's like this piece of shit right here. And then yeah, yeah. And then like Christopher, like you could tell he's about to fucking murder him. And Tony has to like calm them both down. Yeah, dude. Artie, I like that Artie because he grew up with Tony and everything. That he's like practically protected. You know? What yeah, I mean? absolutely. I agree. I like that. I like that too. Artie is, in my humble opinion, Artie is actually to me Tony Soprano's like only last tether to humanity because throughout the series, Tony shows Artie the most empathy and sympathy and he pushes, it stretches Tony's empathy to the absolute limit. Absolute. (laughs) Artie is literally untouchable. Even in season six, when Benny Fazio does the credit card scam at Artie's restaurant, Tony tells Benny, he's like, you don't shit where you eat and you really don't shit where I eat. Mm. Yeah. I think something big that happens with Artie this season, though, is I think before Olivia dies, he's about like to there's tell a moment. everyone at the funeral that Tony's the one who burned down the restaurant. Yeah, there we go. Yep, yep. He's, he's literally about to storm Which into Olivia the Which Olivia knew. Like, Olivia fucking knows everything. Olivia says, you don't blame him for burning down the restaurant? And Artie's like, what? Like, yeah. Dude, Livia's one of those people. She was like, one, uh, she's a, terrible. She's awful. Yeah. But she was, she had a lot more power than it would appear just because she knew everything and mm. she would she would just purposefully constantly only release 
certain information. Like in the last season, I think it was when she tells Junior that uh, Tony's seeing a shrink. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, and AJ then, like, tells her that. Yeah. AJ tells her that, and then she tells Junior. Yeah. And so she's like, because of this, she's almost like powerful in the sense that she's almost like an information broker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, like she is moving things a lot more than you than you would think. Well, so no, you're absolutely right. And Tony even says in the first season, right before his failed attempt to try and kill Livia, he goes, I forget the exact wording of it, but he's like, he's like, you know, dad was the gangster, but if you were born a man, oof, you would be the one. Yeah. Because Livia, like, she's a master manipulator. Yeah. She even like, Tony even says that like, she played junior. Yeah. Like she's the one pulling the strings low key. Also, once again, toxic motherhood dog, toxic maternity. (laughs) (laughs) It's everywhere. Everywhere, dude. That's what makes for great (laughs) art is when you have a toxic mom. Toxic motherhood. (laughs) Well, for sure. I feel like if David Chase didn't have a toxic mom, Sopranos wouldn't exist. Oh, for sure. I agree. 100%. You know what I also like is that Carmela's mom is uh, Melfi's mom in Goodfellas. Yes. 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 Yeah. Yep. Oh man, Melfi has the most fucked up moment in this season, I, I think. So I was torn between picking that episode. What happens again? She gets raped. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, that's a tough episode. It's a tough episode, but it's also great. Yeah, it's so great because like you want her to tell Tony and she has that moment where you think she's about to tell Tony because you know if she tells Tony, Tony's going to do Tony something do about it. it. Tony yeah. loves her. He will kill yep. that guy. For sure. Yep. Yeah. And she chooses not to because that's how good she is. She's just like, mm. she even when she's talking to her therapist about the rape and she implies that she could tell Tony and he's like, no, you can't do that. And he's like, don't worry, Elliot. I'm not going to breach the social contract. But that's not to say there's not a certain satisfaction in knowing that I can squash him like a bug. Yeah. Like, that's a great line. Cause yeah. like, it's like, yeah, Melfi. Like, you, you want her to tell Tony. Right. Yeah. yeah it's exactly. crazy because <laughs> with both Melfi and Meadow characters who are arguably the only moral ones in the show. Mm -hmm. You love the bad guys so much that like at different points throughout the show, you're almost rooting for the good guys to be bad. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like you said as a joke, but you know, we could, we could put it this way. In the last episode, you said Tony Soprano would be Superman, right? It's kind of <laughs> like you want Superman to save the day. And that's unfortunately in this world, Superman's a monster and, and he's going to kill rapists and no one has a problem with killing rapists, but morally it's the wrong thing to do, I guess. But I don't know. In that situation, I'd be like, Hey, Tony, I got oh, a job for you. I would you. call Tony in the heartbeat, dude. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'd be like, get the whole oh, crew yeah. down here. Yeah. Uh, overkill it. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> like, I send a message. I want him hanging by his testicles from a street lamp. Yep. Yeah. Like, Half off. I'll, 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 I'll analyze you for free for the rest of your yeah, life. Like whatever. Yeah. yeah. No, I would tell Tony for sure. But it being like a dramatic moment in the episode just makes it a really like, it gives also Melfi. I think it gives her power. Cause like you said, she knows she could tell Tony there's a sense of power there that she, she could use almost Tony as a weapon oh, to get this sure. guy back. But then she does choose the moral high ground. And I feel like that also gives Melfi a bit of power to be like, no, I I'm confident in in my decision. I'm going to own this. And it never comes up again. And it never seems to affect anything Melfi says or does. But yeah. it's a big moment in her in her character, for sure. I agree. And it's also yeah. like at the end of the day, Melfi, who psychoanalyzes Tony on a weekly basis, probably on some levels, like, I don't want to be this man. Mm. Yeah, like I, 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 I'm charmed by Tony Soprano, but I know he's, you know, he's a fucking gangster. I don't want to sink down to that level of humanity. Yeah, yeah. The show For is so sure. good. <laughs> so good. It's so good, dude. It's been honestly great to watch it. It has been. Yeah. I, at times when I'm watching it, I'm like, ugh, I wish I wasn't just watching one episode. I know, season. dude. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I, I can honestly say it's genuinely hard. To only pick one episode from each season because pretty much every episode is worth talking about. Dude, maybe we yeah. could just start doing Sopranos Sun or we could do a sequel. Or Sopranos, season two. Sopranos Sunday, where every Sunday we have a Sopranos. Uh, yeah, could be. <laughs> no, hey, yeah. that's that's a possibility. You that's know, that totally could be a possibility. I would do that. <laughs> I'd be down for that. And then we could do the wire and we could do wire Wednesdays. Wire Wednesdays. <laughs> 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 Ooh, I like what it. What will we do? Oz. Ooh, Oz. Oz. Damn, there's nothing that starts with that. <laughs> <laughs>
Are there any holidays that start with O? Two eyes day. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's it, Anthony. You yeah. found it. Two eyes day. <laughs> yeah, forget Congressman Carter. Two eyes day. <laughs> oh, man. All right. How many? All right, I think now I, I'm I'm confident in saying how many Joe Pesci's. All right. You guys go first. I want to hear what you guys say. Uh, I'm not going to give this episode a six. Ooh, okay. Ooh, then go first because I want to hear that. Yeah. I love it. I'm not saying it's bad. There are, I don't know. Are there bad episodes? Very no. few. I don't think so. Until like season six. Mm. Where it's just like weaker episodes. Not even bad. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. That being said, um, love the show. I, I'm giving the season a six for sure. Yeah. Season gets a six for me as well. I agree with that. And I'm going to give it, I'm still going to give it a high rating. I'll give it like a 5.6, 5.7, just because honestly, like poor Tracy, they did her dirty and it ended on a really like sad, really sad. Like, dude, that's a pregnant woman. Like, and I know that's realistically like how like that shit probably happened, but God damn, was it bleak? And I just like, I don't know. Uh, so like mostly just like it was a dark, sad, like kind of bitter, kind of a bitter episode, yeah. you know? Also, the episode ends with the strippers talking and one of them's like, what happened to Tracy? And one of them says, I heard she went out with Ralph and never came back. And then the other stripper says, like, word of advice, keep what you hear to yourself. Yeah. So it's like all these strippers low-key live under the fear of being murdered. <laughs> Yeah. That's how life is at the bada bing. Hey, it's the bada bing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One day you're giving a man a lap dance, the next day you're getting your head bit. Who owned the bada bing? It's Silvio's club. Yeah, it's Silvio. Okay. But Silvio's That's club. That's why he's mad when Tracy's not coming to work. He's like, You're costing me three grand a day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Silvio's club, but it acts as like their office. Yeah. Which would be a pretty sweet office. <laughs> yep. I do want to go to the bada bing. It's a real it's a real strip club. Yep, it's in Jersey. It's in Jersey off the turnpike, I think. I bet at this point it would be like going to Patty's Pub in yeah. Philadelphia. You know what I so mean? So well, that doesn't pub, even exist. Yeah, it's yeah. out here in LA. It's in is it in Culver City? No, no, it's downtown. I was I was where I work, we were going by it, and my buddy was like, Hey, you watch Sunny Philadelphia? I was like, Yeah. He's like, That's Patty's pub. And I looked at it, I was like, dude, you're fucking right. It is. I was like, I thought I thought for sure it was Philadelphia. Uh, there really, is I'll, a quote of, a there is a Patty's, but it's not the one. That, yeah, it's, it's not, not the, the one they filmed. Building. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, so the one, but it's there's a Patty's that they actually based it off of. Okay, like, uh, okay, like, yeah. like, I like, it. yeah, because I went there and it was cool, but it was like just a dive bar. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. It's, at the end of the day, it's just a strip. <laughs> <bar>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it would only be cool if like Silvio and all of them were there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, the, I, I started listening to the Always Sunny podcast and it's fucking good. You know what? Someone was just telling me about that at work, actually. They said it was Yeah. Funny. And they got a studio, so now they they like, they like film it really nicely. So nice. there's, I, I, I gotta say, there might be a better podcast than Comics and Chronic. It might be the Always Sunny Whoa. podcast. Whoa. There's, <laughs> Anthony, 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 do you, you want to end up like Tracy, my guy? Yeah, you don't, you don't, you, you you don't, don't ever take sides again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> don't ever disrespect the podcast like that. No disrespect. No disrespect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, 5.7 from me. That's a fair rating. I'll respect yeah. that. Like it's still a great show episode. Yeah. It's yeah. still great. It's just like it's not my favorite. It's really dark. I think for those reasons, because it's not your typical Sopranos episode, it, I would almost give it a six because it shows the ability of this show to like branch out and focus on characters who are not even, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the show can still be so solid when doing an episode like this that has nothing to do with really the overall Tony Soprano story. Arc. Yeah, very. But true. it also, like, I mean, it is. It, it even though it doesn't, it sets up so much more because it sets well, it up sets that up, tension yeah, exactly. between the Tony tension and between Ralph. him and Ralph, which goes into the next yeah. season. Even yeah. right, right. It's a big part of the yeah. next season. That's a so, good what are you giving it, Jake? I don't know, man. I'm torn. Yeah, I, I. You know, like I, I, I was thinking about this. I was like, am I going to just wind up giving every episode Jake picks a six? Because we're always going to be talking about like our really great episodes. Yeah. So I feel like for this one, you know what? 
I don't really have any real reason to do this, except <laughs> Jackie Jr. and Noah are fucking annoying. So I'm taking a, a point, a point one Joe Pesci for each of them to uh, give it a five point eight. Okay, I respect <laughs> that. And also, I, I get I don't I don't know why. Like, if you're listening and you don't know our rating system, it's always out of six. It's yeah. six out of six Joe Pesci's. That's the highest yeah. you can achieve. Yeah. Oof. I'm torn, honestly, between giving it a six and still giving it like something like a five point eight or five point six, because <laughs> it's it is good to me, and I do like that. It's I like that it's different. Honestly, I do like that it's different. That it's so Ralph Meadow and Tracy heavy. Tracy, who is not even a character, is only introduced in this episode, and that's it. I, and I think killed be- in this exactly. Episode. I think because it was it's- also her first acting gig, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah, that's funny. I think yeah, it shows the ability for the show to branch out or not branch out, like do something different and do it successfully that I think I might give it a six. Nice. As like an appreciation for to, variety. Tracy was a baddie. Yeah, she was a bad bitch. That, that was a waste of a uh, perfect tits. <laughs> <laughs> when the episode started out, when the episode started out, I said, I instantly was like, this is one of the most tits centric episodes. <laughs> in the show. Yeah. 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 Dude, she had, she had her tits lo- out the entire episode. It was awesome. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is one of the most tit heavy. I said, I know why Jake. Picked See, this I think episode. so. Actually, you know what? Because you're right. Because there's so many good tits in it, I'm going to give it a six. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with your guys' reasoning for deducting points, but then I forgot the great tits, and that brings it back up. <laughs> it's just simple Joe Pesci mathematics. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> My that's mathematics true. is it's the tits, but then you see Noah and Jackie Jr., and then that just fucks it up. Do you, you tits aren't better than Noah? <laughs> no, they are. That's what I'm saying. They yeah. fuck that up. It's like that's yeah. one for we each. Need, we need less Noah and more tits. More, yeah, yeah they yeah. extra scenes. <laughs> we did get to see some hot ass with that homeless woman, so. Because <laughs> <laughs> she had a dog. Back <laughs> uh, around a real dump truck. You know what I mean? <laughs> that wasn't no fake news, let me tell you. Oh, God. Oh, Well, shit, that was awesome. Oh, I forgot about her. Maybe that could make it 5.9. No, I'll keep yeah. it 5.9. <laughs> no, I'll keep it 5. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, shit. Thanks for tuning in to episode three of Sopranos Summer. Tune in next week for Season four episode. I don't have it in front of me. Do you have it? Uh, hold, on, hold on. Okay, here we go. It's season four, episode six. Everybody hurts. Ooh, ooh, yes. So the tune famous in. REM song. We're all gonna sing Dude, it together. I love that REM REM song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> me too. Dude, song. I like REM. You guys REM fans? Yes, yeah, I fuck with REM. I like them. I fuck with REM. Yeah, I've always fucked with REM. Yeah. Dude, uh, one of the first times I ever heard REM was on Independence Day. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just because I was a kid and you yeah. know, it's the end of the world. As we know. I was like, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't know. As a kid, I was like, this is, that was perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was the perfect song. <laughs> it is the end of the world as we know it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Not shit. if Randy Quaid has anything to say about it. Yeah. Uh, Hello, boys. Yeah. I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I like that this dude who literally only flew a crop dusting plane was able to fly an Air Force fighting jet. <laughs> yeah, a fighter jet into the eye of a Mothership. alien space. No, he was a yeah. Vietnam vet. Yeah, it was oh. a Vietnam thing. What I'm saying is the planes in Vietnam were not the same planes that they had for Independence <laughs> <Yeah>. Day. <laughs> <laughs> he would not be able to fly that thing. Yeah, and, and, and like capably battle yeah. like in a dogfight. Yeah. That's true. He's literally having a dogfight the whole time. <laughs> oh, but I bet you would have believed it if it was Dennis Quaid flying that plane, wouldn't Ooh. you? You goddamn bet. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, who do you think would win a fight? Dennis Quaid, Randy Quaid, or who's the son that plays Oh, Huey? Jack Quaid, Huey Jack Quaid, from the boys. Yeah. yeah. In a fight? In a fight. Fist fight. Right Okay, we got to do, I mean, at their prime, all of their prime. Okay, all of their prime? Oof. I might choose Dennis. 
Yeah, Dennis. Just, dude, Randy seems like Randy he's crazy. Of, yeah. yeah, he's crazy. He's unpredictable. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with you. That. know, like he would, Randy's the kind of guy that would convince Jack to murder his father and then murder Jack. You know what I mean? Damn. <laughs> Battle of the Quades. Dude, yeah. do, you think, do you think the Quades can go against the Sopranos? Ooh, family Ooh. against exactly. family. Family against family. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm saying is uh, they probably put up a better... Jack Quaid versus... Uh, what's what's the kid that plays Anthony Anthony Jr.? What's the actor's name? Uh, Eiler, Robert, Robert Eiler. Eiler. Robert Eiler versus Jack Quaid. I think Jack Quaid would win. Hmm. Don't count our boy Robert out. Bobby Eiler. Uh, fuck AJ. I don't like AJ. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I'm not going to defend AJ. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? That's defending you. You're AJ. <laughs> okay. Here's how I w- Here are the best battles for that. Okay. In my opinion. Okay, I say uh, Jack is fighting Christopher Ooh, for sure. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. Jack yeah. against Christopher. Randy against, against Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie. Oh, I was thinking Polly. Okay, Ralphie. Yeah. I was just because they're both the craziest. Polly's also crazy, though. He's just not yeah. like sick like Ralph is, but he's crazy. Okay, then let's do Polly. Hey, we can do both. It could be a tag team. They could be like the Road Dog, Jesse James, and Billy Gunn. Oh. It's Ralphie yeah. and Polly in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then okay. Dennis against Tony. Yeah. Oof. Tony's so much bigger than Dennis Quaid, though. Yeah. Tony's folding Dennis like a chair. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then, wait, we're going to need to get because Jack Quaid's mother is Meg Ryan. Whoa, so, really? we're going to get Meg Ryan versus Carmella. Oh, <laughs> shit, dude. Oh, shit. I didn't that know Meg. I didn't That's know a Meg good Ryan. battle. That is a good battle. Yeah. Quaid's, dude, can you make a poster of the, uh, the Quaid's versus the Sopranos crew? <laughs> Quaid's versus Sopranos is happening. Quaid's versus Sopranos, yes. Oh, God. Dude, okay, so who wins these fights? I think Tony folds Dennis. Tony Dennis. folds Dennis. Mm. Meg Ryan versus Carmella? I'm giving it to Meg Ryan. Really? I'm giving it to Meg Ryan. Why Meg Ryan? <laughs> Come on, respect Meg Ryan. We got <laughs> some respect on Meg Ryan's name. <laughs> for one. Come on, can we for once on this podcast? <laughs> oh, wait, no, here. It says it on, on Wikipedia. Meg Ryan is a black belt in jujitsu. So there we go. She would win. Oh, oh. Yeah, Meg Ryan is definitely right. beating Carmella. That's not true. Anthony just made that shit up. (laughs) Of course. We <laughs> believe me though. No, he totally believed you. <laughs> the rich people do weird stuff like that, man. I don't oh, know. Maybe she, I was just like, oh, actors do dumb shit like that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Third degree black belt <laughs> <laughs> in jujitsu. <laughs> okay, we'll give Meg Ryan the battle. Okay, okay, so now we have Randy against Ralphie slash Polly. I think Ralphie and Polly would win. I mean, especially if it's two on one. Yeah, we got to give it to that one. But that being said, one on one. One on one? I think Randy would beat Ralphie. I don't know if he'd beat Polly. Yeah. Polly's resilient. Polly's very. Polly, po- yeah, Polly doesn't and go he's down. He's a dirty easy. fighter. Yeah. Ooh, but unless Randy did some sort of suicide move like he does in Independence oh, he Day. He flies a jet into <laughs> Polly Walnuts. And he goes, Hello, Into the bottom bing. Into the bing. That's actually how he beats yeah, both of yeah. them. <laughs> <laughs> he's losing the fight the entire time because it's two on one. Yeah. And they think he's down. And then he gets into his jet and flies. And into the big takes them both out. Yelling, Hello, boys! So they're all, all three out there. Yeah, okay. <laughs> now, Jack against Christopher. Ooh, who wins? Jack against Christopher. I think Christopher, man. Ooh. I would give it to Christopher. Yeah, Jack, you know, he's got the Huey vibes. It's I think you know, he carries vibe. that in real life, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I feel, like, I feel like. Like even though he's got Huey energy, uh-huh. he's uh, he's pretty big. He's like I feel like he's like he's a solidly built. Like he's not just like skin and bone. I think he's tall. I think Jack Quaid is tall, right? He seems tall. Yeah, and 
But Christopher is also like pretty like in shape and athletic and like a scrappy mm. dude. Okay, so Christopher, uh, I'll give it to Christopher. Well, Christopher is not beyond pulling out a gun and just blasting him, you know? <laughs> yeah. True. Okay, I'll, give it, I'll give it to Christopher unless Christopher's too fucked up on heroin. That's true. You're right. If, oh, if, yeah, that could be his example. If, but what if Jack wants to take some uh, no, 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 no. V? Okay, no, but here's what I'm saying. Jack won't take compound V because he's trying to be a better person. Mm. Um, Also, here's what would happen. (laughs) Here's how this would go down, and you guys are going to agree with me. Christopher's losing, and then after folding up his dad, Tony's going to save Christopher's ass again. You know, a little a little break in the rules and helping Chris out. I like that. Fold up Jack, just like... But it's all going to come down to Dennis versus Tony, no? <laughs> yeah. I give it to Tony, honestly. Yeah. You're, you're both wrong. I'm sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> In what world does Tony yeah. Soprano lose to the fucking dude from whatever baseball movie he was in. Oh, yeah, oh right. but was. I was going to say the dude from Inner Space. Have you guys ever seen Inner Space? I have not. Uh, Inner Space is they shrink down into this little <laughs> ship to go into someone's body. And do you think Tony Soprano has a fucking defense against that? He's going to have... Also, he doesn't even need that. I'll say that's like the Omega move he uses, the right? Omega all, need, all the Quades need to do is band together. Maybe Dennis could to do it by himself. like a Voltron Quaid? <laughs> no. <laughs> No, I was just gonna say they just need to cause a panic attack and then Tony's Voltron Quaid better. (laughs) Voltron Quaid, okay. (laughs) And there you go. Voltron Quaid beats Sopranos because they don't have Voltron technology. Oh fuck. Damn it. Quaids do. Dude, I still. I mean, it's uh, canon. You're right. The Quades do have yeah, Voltron it's technology. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> it's in Wiki- Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> if you trigger a Quades flight or flight, he just starts merging with a nearby yeah. family member. <laughs> <laughs> I like how this episode veered off in a Quade. <laughs> 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 we were ready to end oh. it. <laughs> we just <laughs> insane tangent about the Quades. Thank you, REM. Thank you. Quadron. Quadron. Dude, this is the closest we've had to like a uh, end credits scene. Yeah, right. Oh, shit. Yeah, like in the post-credits, you see the Quades form together. (laughs) (laughs) I got got some photoshopping to try. (laughs) That's for sure. Oh, dude! I wish you were. I wish you were capable of animation. (laughs) Me too. So we can watch that fight. That'd be sick. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. (laughs) If we have any friends that are are, our listeners that are. animators and you do this for us i will blow you i want you to know that (laughs) i want you to know if you do this if anyone wants a blowjob from mr cody cannon i don't don't care of gender i'm not going to discriminate you do us this way and i will give you some top-notch nog you know what i'm saying (laughs) the gauntlet has been thrown (laughs) Oh man! <laughs> well, shit. Because whoever does that also needs to do the uh, the the animated scene of Jake defeating a, a pack of velociraptors. Oh yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Me out sprinting them and out maneuvering. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like doing like basketball jukes, exactly. and stuff yeah, like, that. Like, yeah. <laughs> like spin arounds and whatnot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Uh, well, that was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, you're listening to Comics and Chronic, and I'm Jacob H. I'm Cody Cannon, and I'm Anthony Iannaccio. And you can tune in every Thursday to hear new episodes of Comics and Chronic. And make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Comics and Chronic. That's Comics, the letter N, Chronic. 
We'll see you guys next week. Woo! Peace.